myself who loves plants appreciates the love fern and I found, it, I found it absolutely hilarious I found it so funny when she suggested that the love fern represented their relationship I know you don't but I do <laughs> I thought it was so funny because she he literally ultimately oh. lets it die oh it, it's funny it's because <laughs> right because inevitably that that thing's gonna die <laughs> I which think is he, funny that and this- then he says that when it dies it's uh it's sleeping uh, yeah, it's sleeping. You know what? It just occurred to me the timeline for that fern. Like, what happened? Because she gives it to him on like day four, and by day seven, it's already died. Yeah, she bought it dead. <laughs> Welcome to the Rom Com Rewind Podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And I love rewatching movies over and over again. And I love romantic comedies. So, this is a show where we rewatch rom coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide. Does it still hold up? Now, this one comes with a backstory. Since we started this podcast, there have been many, many people saying you have to do How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Far and away the most requested movie. Yeah, for sure. I would like to provide you a little peek behind the podcast curtain. Because we've actually done this movie already. This was one of the first we did. Yeah, originally when the podcast was just an idea, straight up, um, I I had somebody else in mind to be the co-host. Rude. And I told Sarah, I'm like, hey, do you want to just record a few things? <laughs> just so I can get an idea of how it's supposed to feel. And well, then I, I had no idea, FYI. And then I'll <laughs> and then I'll move on from there. So we so we did to all the boys. P.S. I still love me. you. Uh, well, I was I was gonna dump you, and then yeah. I decided. We did uh, To All the Boys, P.S. I Still Love You, mm-hmm. which was, I think we can admit, not that great. No, it wasn't <laughs> at all. That episode will never see the light of day. But once again, it was just a tester episode. So I'm like, you know what? Let's let's do something a little bit more well-known. Let's do How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. And that episode, unfortunately, had an audio issue. But it was the first one where I thought, hey, maybe Sarah and I can actually do this and I don't need to go on to that other person i actually wanted to do the podcast but now you actually want to do it with me (laughs) well and then we did my best friend's wedding and that was the first official episode number one as you know it because it was the first one where it's like yeah you know what this is this is a good episode Mm -hmm. but that's why so people since we started have been like why won't you guys do how to lose a guy in 10 days and in our heads we're like we already did it you just never heard it so now we're doing it for realsies as the 10th episode. As the 10th episode. And if you want some input on the movies we do, follow us on Instagram at Romcom Rewind. As well, uh, please follow us on Spotify so you're updated on new episodes. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And now, this week's movie is How, How to, to Lose, Lose a, a Guy, guy in, in 10 Days. days. Finally. Uh, directed by Donald Petrie. He's also responsible for Miss Congeniality. That is a great, great movie. Right? It's also on the list. Um, this is the story of Andy Anderson, played by Kate Hudson. She works at Composure Magazine, which is basically like Cosmopolitan, more or less. Yeah. Um, she is the resident how-to girl, like how to get out of a speeding ticket or how to have better orgasms. I don't know. Stuff like that. Her coworker Michelle, played by Catherine Hahn, she gets dumped, and their boss says something along the lines of, who will use Michelle's horrible relationships as a story? And it ends up, hey, how about Andy Anderson does all the shitty things that Michelle does to scare guys away? Because that's the thing. Michelle's really good at, at scaring guys away. And she's like, yeah, we'll call the story How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yeah, so she's going to be... The person who drives him away by being clingy, touchy, feely, calling him in the middle of the night and telling him 
telling him what she had to eat that day. That's right. Mm-hmm. Enter our guy Benjamin Barry, played by Matthew McConaughey. He works uh, for an advertising agency, and they're trying to get into a diamond contract, which uh, his two coworkers, Spears and Green, they kind of have in the bag. They got this cornered. And they're both named Judy, right? Judy, yeah. We just call them Green and Spears. But Ben convinces his boss. He's like, yo, I know ladies. That's more or less <laughs> how he says it. And they end up making a bed. Make a woman fall in love with you, and then you get the gig. However, Green and Spears, they were just at Composure Magazine, and they happen to know the topic of Andy Anderson's next article, and she happens to be at this party during the discussion. How convenient. A level of serendipity only found in romantic comedies. (laughs) So they tell Ben, how about that girl over there? Make her fall in love with you knowing full well she is looking for a guy who she can make unfall in love with her. And therein lies the conflict of our story. So what are your thoughts? So when I think of a good rom-com, this movie comes to mind. The first one. Um, Yeah, I'd say one of the first ones. It's a classic rom-com and it is a great movie. I think, I think How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is the rom-com that I've seen the most. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. I, yeah. I would put My Best Friend's Wedding on my list. But, oh. but I know what you mean. It is kind of like... Um, like, there's just nothing wrong about this movie. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's the greatest rom-com of all time, but, like, I really can't fault it. Like, it's just, it's a really good watch, and it's a really good rewatch too, I've found. Like, I was enjoying all the jokes, even though, as you have discovered, we literally watched it, like, 11 weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it's such a good movie. Yeah, and I think Kate and Matt um, together have really good chemistry. <sighs> At the height of both of their powers, too. Absolutely. I feel like Matthew McConaughey was in this realm of he can do no wrong. Yeah. And and Kate's just, she's just classic, I find. She's so good. Shall we dive into some of the thoughts? Yeah, sure. So let's set the scene. We see Benjamin Barry. He uh, is, yeah, he's rolling through New York City on his motorcycle. Looks like a total badass. <laughs> he does. He sees the Judys, Green and Spears. They say something kind of shitty to him or whatever. They're, they're snide. He lets it roll off. He walks into work. What does he do? First thing he gets into his office. He changes his shirt. He takes off his shirt. Why? I don't hate it. Yeah, you don't hate it, but it's like, what kind of a douchebag? With all the blinds open, walks into his office, his two male friends walk in as well, and he unbuttons, he, he takes off his shirt and puts on a dress shirt. It's not even like you jogged to work. You were on a fucking motorcycle. You didn't do anything athletic this morning. Well, he doesn't, want, he doesn't want to wear his nice clothes on the motorcycle. So, I mean... <laughs> Let's be honest. The women in that office know the exact location of where they should be when he gets to work. Because clearly he's done this before. This was not the first time that he's changed his shirt in the office. Yeah, no. They, they were all lined up. They were ready to go. And I'm sure in his mind, going to the blinds and turning them down or, or moving them so that nobody could see in was just a lot of work when it would take him not that long to change his shirt. Uh, he probably knows that people are looking. He's just being he a jerk He probably about it. does. He's like, hey, ladies. I mean, I don't hate it. If you're in that office, would you? I, I imagine they all have like a. Well, I'd be like, oh, it's 8 a.m. I need to go and get a coffee <laughs> refill. Benjamin. They probably hear the motorcycle outside on the street and they're like, oh my God, here he comes. Or maybe the ding of the elevator. Oh, he's yes. here. I wonder if they had Evites back then. I imagine them all Eviting each other to the. Oh my God, the coffee room. In the coffee room where Benjamin Barry's going to take his Water shirt cooler off. talk. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I imagine there's a joke that. Um, Matt Damon does about how he was on a, on set with Matthew McConaughey 
And he would go up to the director and be like, I think uh, I was looking at today's script and I think it's a good opportunity for me to take my shirt off. Like literally <laughs> in the first 30 seconds of Matthew McConaughey being in this movie, he took his shirt off. Yeah, like I've said, I don't hate it at all. I mean, you know, back to this movie, I can't fault it because they know their strengths. They're like, wow, totally. we got Matthew McConaughey. He should probably take his shirt off at least once, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I also real quick want to give a shout out to the guy at Sports Illustrated who is sending Andy Anderson NBA Finals tickets. Do you remember? So that that's how she got the first set of tickets. Okay. She's at work. We're kind of learning who Andy Anderson is. Yeah. She's at her desk and she gets like an envelope, whatever. And they're like, oh my God, who's that from? And she's like, oh, this Sports Illustrated guy I've been flirting with. That's trying to get in my pants. Yeah. NBA Finals tickets. Are you kidding? D- okay, that's I've got big. a question. Okay. Have you ever flirted with a guy to get something? Well, the last time I tried to go to McDonald's. What do you mean the last time? Like this happened recently. Um, are you are you kidding right it, now? It, I may have <laughs> flirted with the driver to bring us to McDonald's on the way from home from the bar. Oh my god, that's amazing! What like to the, go the, through the drive-through? The cabbie? Yes, you were there. That's so <laughs> funny. Whoa, you're flirting with that guy. <laughs> You know what's funny? I have no recollection of any of this. He didn't take us. Oh, you were flirting with him to get McDonald's. Yeah, but he didn't take us there, so we just went home. Oh, that sucks. I probably would have loved McDonald's. I, you 100% would With me would've... in the car, though? That's a lot. You knew I was doing it. Oh. Wow, drunk Devin is very complicit in a lot of weird <laughs> stuff. Wow. Uh, what are your thoughts? <laughs> She does an amazing job at doing a lot of things to try and push him away. So I'm going to go through like just a few instances of what she does throughout the movie. The family album where she has photoshopped their future family together. Oh my God, that's a lot. Drops by the office with a new addition, Crawl, the Warrior King, or other known, otherwise known as their dog together. But that was also the name uh, he accidentally gave his own penis. Oh yes, that, that will be discussed <laughs> at a later point. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. The dog then pees all over the poker table, pool table. Yes, the poker table and the pool table. And the pool table. And then brings a matching Burberry dress shirt for him to wear so they can be a happy little plaid family. (laughs) Can At what point would you run? Okay, um Let's rate all of the insane crazy things she does. Can we do that? Can we rank the worst ones? Because there's like you know, she she fakes being a vegetarian after he makes this amazing rib meal, which that would be tough, but like that's not the worst thing. That's, oh, yeah. that's kind of like a little sprinkle of. And then they go to a vegetarian restaurant where oh, he yeah. can't watch the b-ball game. <laughs> that's right. Meanwhile, she's in the back room with the chefs watching the game, and he's sitting there miserable at the table. But she also makes every woman in the restaurant think that he thinks she's too fat. Oh yes, that's she's like, right. Like he thinks I'm too fat. And then she runs off. Oh my god! Getting glared at. That's also shitty. Yeah, that that's crappy. I think. I mean, when I would pull the shoot is probably the Princess Sophia conversation okay, when she calls his penis Princess Sophia. Yeah, let's talk about that. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay. Please. First off, she gets into the apartment and beautifies it. When I mean beautifies it, I mean like when you go to your grandma's house and you go into the bathroom and they have the, the furry toilet the, the seat cover, cover oh my God, and I the thing those. below it yeah. and then like everything to match it. 
uh, puts all of the feminine products into his um, medicine that, mirror. That was a great scene where, like, oh the God. realization, and he's like, now, 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 now! And the way Matthew McConaughey says no, it's really funny. And I love it. Now, 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 now! Changes all of the CDs to... I love how she's like, we have this girl and this girl and this girl and this girl. And then starts to play in You're So Vain. Yes. Oh, oh my God. It was so funny. So so let's rank them. I would say. Oh, but we have to talk about we have to talk about Princess oh, Sophia. Yeah, yeah. OK, what, what do you got on Princess Sophia? OK, it's well, horrible. That, that would be where I pull the shoe. She names his dick Princess, Princess Sophia. Sophia. Mm, and then he says, good. no, no, no. We need to name it Crawl the Warrior King. Oh, he said he says something manly like Crawl the Warrior oh, King. And then he says God. two others. Yeah. And she's like, no, what was the first one? And then proceeds to get them a dog named Crawl. Named Crawl, which is strange to name your dog after your, also your penis. So um, has a girl ever named um, your dick? Or actually, better yet, have you named your dick? Uh, is that weird? Not my dick, but my balls. Yeah, I named my balls. <laughs> I'm kidding. Stop. <laughs> what did you name your this, balls? This is strange. This, this is, is wow. really strange. This is really going on a deep dive this here. This is. Let's go. So, Oh my um, God, I've never heard this before. I don't know. Maybe when I was a teenager and you're like starting to find yourself. Uh, I remember oh I, I was taking a bath one day and I noticed I was <laughs> like bath. leaned way back. And I noticed how, fun fact, ladies, uh, your balls... They are buoyant. They will float if they're near the surface. Oh like, obviously, they're attached God. down there. But if, if you're near the surface, they will kind of... Um, Be buoyant. Buoyant? Yeah. So I'm like, they're kind of like buoys. Oh I can't my name God. my balls buoy. So Huey is similar to buoy. No. So it's Huey and Dewey. Are oh, my God. I was going to say, is it Huey and like, Louie? Oh no, no. Still, Huey though. And Dewey, Huey and Dewey Which I think are also um, members of the DuckTales. Huey, I Huey. can't believe that this is a thing. <laughs> That's a real thing that happened. Yeah. <laughs> if there's any guys listening, have you also named your balls? Or have you noticed that they're buoyant? How about that? Take a, take a bath. Have some fun next time. Oh, <laughs> Shut the bathroom my door. God. This is like, You'll discover some things. I am in shock right now. <laughs> I am in utter shock right now. I think crawl is better. Crawl. Is, yeah. Oh, crawl is definitely better. Yo, crawl is a sick name. Huey and Dewey. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's okay. a lot. <laughs> I'm never going to forget that. You're yep. welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank Bring you. Bring some you. quality content to the podcast here today. So, I would have number one most egregious thing she did the dog crawl, peeing on the pool table and the poker table. Yes. And can I just say, going further into that, how much damage oh, she, yeah. like the money it would cost to refabric both the table for the pool and um the poker table yeah that's a lot of money oh especially for the pool table yeah and i mean that's a sacred male zone as it was happening i think the first few times i watched the movie i was like oh haha like that sucks but then this last time i was like whoa that's probably like a lot of money i mean the whole princess sophia thing that is um that's where i would pull the shoot because i would think there's no way i can continue a relationship well here. it's no huey and dewey <laughs> <laughs> not gonna be able to live that down no but um the peeing on the pool table i would i would lose my mind if anybody did that to the imaginary pool table that i don't own so that would i would say be number one okay okay the, match, um, the matching um, Burberry dress shirt for the uh, happy little plaid family? I don't... I mean, that that's weird. I don't 
hate it. Oh, I don't hate it the most. Okay. There are worse things she did. Duly noted. Yeah. Whoa, maybe whoa, whoa. maybe Frankie Settle and I will down. come and visit you at work. No, I I I just wouldn't wear it. So yeah, we'll um, see. <laughs> the next would be um the the fern the relationship fern like moving the plant into the house. That's absolutely that's like a nine out of ten. Why? But. So you are a plant person. Yes. You have plants are great for oxygen in the like household. Bring spirits Give me a up. That, that's not even a thing. I think it's great. We have approximating about a hundred plants in this. We house. don't have a hundred plants. And I am so like, even just moving the plant in and telling me to take care of it. No. It's, Absolutely. It is a not. representation of their relationship. The relationship dies. If you gave me a plan and said this is, is a horrible. representation of our relationship, it's gonna die. I'm sorry. Do that. Just because that's a stupid <laughs> analogy. <laughs> yeah, you would never do that. Yeah, yeah. So that would do it for you. You'd pull the shoot for that. Yeah, yeah. That that's like number three on my list, and then bringing all the pink stuff into the bathroom. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, getting you punched at the movies. I'm going <gasps> to put up. I forgot about that. No, you know what? The worst. Nah, I would say missing the last moments of the basketball game. In a finals game? Yeah. Oh. I would even agree with you on that. Man, that might be higher. Wow, okay. I feel That's like really it's, bad. you know, what's your one, two, and three? Let's do oh, one, well, two, and well, three. Well, number one, of course, is going to be the peeing on the table. Okay. From the dog. Number two, plant. Number three, Let's let's move up the missing the last moments of the basketball game. Okay. Then the pink stuff in the bathroom. Then getting punched in the movies. And then Princess Sophia. Yeah. Wow. wow. I weirdly accept that. You do. <laughs> that went full okay. circle. Now that we've done that, <laughs> when she says she has tickets to tickets for tonight. Yeah, tickets for tonight. I think really, is how she frames it. She means tickets to a Celine Dion concert. I know a lot of people like her, but. If you were expecting to go to a basketball final seven game or, or, you know, one of them, talk about a lunch bag letdown. Can I, you know what? This is going to be the one moment where I, I side with her over Benjamin Barry. Mm. Just because, and here's my thinking. What? They met, uh, day number two, they go to a basketball game, right? Yeah, that's true. He's been to one. Then they eat out. They watch the basketball game. I'm pretty sure that was another home game. If you're a true basketball fan, you know games three and four are going to be on the road, so she can't possibly have tickets to tonight's basketball game. I'm pretty sure that was an away game. Yeah, but... but so he's you just not paying attention. No, but you see them when they come out of the concert. The next game has, is at, out at the same time. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I thought that would have been an away game. Yeah, it's though. probably just like a consistency error. Not paying attention to sports! Well, it's, schedule? A, it's, it's a rom-com. Right. Yeah. They're not focused on the sports. <laughs> I, I did a, yeah, I really thought about this. I'm like, there's, there's no possible way if there are 10 days and, and then they go to another, that's that's game five. You're hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, you know what? As far as um, concerts that would upset me, Celine Dion isn't the worst though. Is this, am I weirdly going to admit something here? I don't think, yeah, I, I wouldn't be that upset if I got tricked into going to a Celine Dion concert. It is kind of like a bucket list thing. Like, oh, wow, I saw wow. Celine Dion live. It is not on my bucket list to see Celine Dion. So, really? Is it? It's um, on mine and not yours, I apparently. Think, I think it might be. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> you can bring Huey and Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> they go with me everywhere. So that they do. They would be coming. <laughs> so um, I think there's a point in the movie right before they go see the therapist, the couple's therapist right where andy cannot 
literally believe that he has not had enough. Oh, yeah. She like, even says you haven't had enough. Yeah. Like, she is just flabbergasted. Like, she cannot even fathom the fact that he still wants to go on. I guess that's a part where it's like, okay, no guy would, would stick around that that long going through that much stuff like even she was like oh my god what is it i think in a real situation would the girl not be like okay like what what is going on yeah like is there something more happening or like i would agree like he he's working hard for this his two friends give him a pep talk afterwards like green and spears are gonna take this contract like what do you think the commission is for an advertising rep on a diamond contract i mean advertising you're not really getting commission he's not selling something he's getting the contract to make their marketing campaigns yeah because if you listen to lana who is andy's boss she's talk. she talks about the advertising the advertising or, or something like that that the magazine gets through this contract from spears and green yeah and that it pays for the entire year or something like that so it's huge. so it might be like two or three hundred thousand probably so i mean we, we talked about all the horrible things that Andy Anderson does. Yeah. For $300,000, I'm going to keep going. I, I'm going to be a Benjamin Barry, and I'm going to run down that fire escape, and I'm going to be like, let's do couples therapy. It's ha- 10 days. Yeah. We can get through this. Yeah, hashtag you know? worth it. Also, I want to shout out how supportive the uh, female office situation is after Michelle reveals that she's been dumped. Her boss is like, oh, my Lord, everyone, look at how great <laughs> Michelle looks. Doesn't yeah, she, she look wonderful? She got a free cashmere sweater that Andy grabs off of a rack. That's right. But even the boss being like, oh, Michelle. And free samples. Like, like a guy boss there. does not react like that. No, if that's you're true. like, yeah, I got dumped, a guy boss would be like, all right. So Moving on. You, you didn't do your report then. Because Michelle's like, ah, I didn't really do my work because I got dumped. And they're all like, oh, oh sweetheart. Oh, my God. For you. Guy bosses, absolutely not like that. Yeah, that's a really good point. Also, in that conversation, they, and this is funny because in the awkward moment, you didn't really understand why the title of the awkward moment was oh that my awkward God, moment. Yes, <laughs> I didn't get it. They say the title of the movie in the first 12 minutes, and it is very clearly defined. Oh. Why she has to lose the guy in 10 days is mm-hmm. because five days is too short, and they print in 11. Yes, I liked that. I liked that they explained that right off the bat. And it very makes so literal. much But it makes so much sense. Right, it does. And I was like, okay, this is why it's called How to Lose Guy in 10 Days. Sounds good. <laughs> um, so I love when Andy goes to visit Ben's family. Oh, nice scene. Yeah, that was yeah, heartwarming. Yeah, those were a good few scenes. And so ben, ben and his family have a favorite card game bullshit mm-hmm. do you and your family have a favorite game favorite yeah. card game uh we do pass the ace we do bang oh yep and we do uh screw your neighbor oh euchre i was gonna 100% say it's euchre that is my family's fave game it, is it's, euchre it's euchre but like the thing with euchre is that you need to be good at playing you can't just go to a family dinner and be like all right you guys want to play at euchre because one it's a four-person game right and two it's hard to teach somebody Oh my god, it is so hard to teach somebody how to play. And if euchre. I'm partnered with the person who, I, I just don't want to be partnered with that yeah. person because they're gonna f- you're gonna lose. Yeah. Although they could have beginner's luck. Boom, you win. With euchre, I don't think that ever exists. That's true. It's a cutthroat. Ooh, I wonder. Game. I wonder if it does. If yeah. you've ever had beginner's luck on euchre, please let us know because <laughs> I don't believe you. But yeah, I would say that that's our family fave card game. Is, Your family? Is yeah, yeah, I would. Agree. Yeah. Benjamin Barry. Yeah. Said a total of. 16 words to pick up Andy Anderson. No, no, (laughs) he says, so he walks up to her because he's got to make her fall in love with him, right? (laughs) 
He says, hi. She says, hi. He says, hi again. <laughs> she says, Andy Anderson. He says, Benjamin Barry. Then she says, cute. He says, thank you. And she says, I'm talking about your name. And he says, thank you two times. Then he says, uh, she says, single. He says, currently. She says, um, me too. He says, surprising. Been arrested, question mark. <laughs> Leaving, question mark. That is the entirety of how Matthew McConaughey picked this lady up. Would that like work it. for you yes. uh, with Matthew McConaughey? It would, okay. 100%. But that conversation, the way it was done, is based on one featured in the movie Moonraker. Moonraker? Is that not a James Bond movie? In 1979. Well, that's the conversation that it's kind of based <laughs> off of. And that's kind of the flow of, of everything that went down for that. Another question then, though. Mm-hmm. How presumptuous is that first date? Because she met this guy 20 seconds ago. He says a total of 16 words, like mm-hmm. we said. Yep. Get downstairs. Turns out you're riding a motorcycle with this guy because he doesn't have a car. We're In not calling a cab. In a dress, right. But even just getting on a motorcycle with a man you met 20 seconds ago. Yeah. Really? Is this a fucking... If it's I, Matthew McConaughey, I, I would say yes, bullshit. Uh, well... He'd have to be really good looking. Like, I mean, I wouldn't get on with a dud. <laughs> and then, uh, and then you go to a lobster restaurant, which you which, learn a lot about somebody. Which is funny that Matthew didn't, or Ben's character didn't pick up on, because she eats meat. She eats lobster. Oh, whoa! Plot hole. Yep. Yo, good effing call, Sarah. Wow. So the speech scene at the gala. Or should I say the musical snack, as Andy puts it in the movie, when they're hate singing to each other at the end. No, um, you're so vain. Oh, my God. So first off, Kate Hudson can actually sing. Like, she actually has a great voice. But I guess tying it back to karaoke, singing in front of a crowd. What's your karaoke song? I mean, it's got to be. Is this like a classic millennial answer? It's got to be a Disney song. Oh, my God. It's, Mine is not a Disney song. But, like, look, just a song that I know for sure. I know 100% it of the Aladdin? words. It's uh, uh, So, I mean, first <laughs> I would do some hip-hop, but then I'm like, ah, you know, maybe don't want to do that in karaoke because, like, it, it sometimes it's very fast. You know, if I'm doing some Kendrick Lamar, I might f*** up at some point. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be Aladdin. It's going to be I Could Show You the World. Shining, shimmering, splendid. I'd probably pick um, some Little Mermaid. Oh, yo, so you would do Disney as well. Well, I mean, if if we're doing the Disney route, then yes, I would do Disney. Just generic karaoke song. What do you think a you old A good old sing-along song would be... Oh, I could do Journey as well. Oh, Journey, yeah. Uh, Brown-Eyed me. Girl. Brown-Eyed Girl's classic. a classic. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so moving on to quick facts. Yes, let's do some quick facts. So when the movie came out in 2003, 17 years ago, FYI, Kate Hudson was 24... I would have put her like late twenties, like like her character. I mean, oh, I, probably her late her character was yeah playing somebody who was late twenties, uh, and Matthew McConaughey was thirty three. Okay, I like that. Yeah, because that I, I would say that's. I thought he played somebody a little older. Really? Yeah, and I think Kate Hudson probably was playing like a an almost thirty year old. Yeah, see that I would say late twenties. He because he's like he's established in his role, but he's still digging for. The diamond contract. Yeah, and he's going for a diamond contract worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars. 100%, yeah. You don't do that when you're 20. You, you don't do that at 20, but you probably already have those accounts by the time you're 40. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So somewhere in between there. Catherine Heigl makes a guest appearance. 
Miss Kay. Yeah. Um, she's pretty young. So there's a sequence in the movie where you see a bunch of magazine covers, and she is on the cover of one of them. That's right off the top. Mm-hmm. So that's yep. that's something they made. Yeah. For the movie, like I like I'm assuming maybe that was a. Did they a do cameo. a photo shoot or did they already have the picture and they just slapped her in there? No, I think I think it's a cameo. Right. Okay, so she would have done a photo shoot yeah. explicitly for the purpose of mm-hmm. we're going to put you on a fake composure magazine. That is my guess. Okay. Do you know what uh, type of motorcycle Ben was driving in the opening scene? This is a trick question. No. It's not a triumph, is it? It is a triumph. Oh, because I love triumph motorcycles and I thought you might have put that I in know, there. I know, so do I. So when he rolls up, I kind of looked and it looked like there was a PH at the end. So I thought in my head, I'm like, oh, that might be a Triumph. It's a Triumph Bonneville. Yo, those are really nice motorcycles. Yeah. That's on my well, list. Well, it looks I, like, super nice. Like I don't, when I get a motorcycle, <laughs> I don't want like a hog. I don't want yeah. like a uh, crotch rocket. I want like a classic looking motorcycle. Uh, an old, old vintage vibe. Oh yeah. Classic vibes. 100%. Yeah. It definitely, mediators on. it definitely like, I think boosts the rider. Like a little bit more in the hot in the hot scale for because most guys like hogs or crotch rockets like like those classic looking bikes are a little bit uh, oh I like the classic looking less bike. popular hmm, yeah to know yeah I do too so there's a dazed and confused reunion in the movie yes so which I'm sure yeah you picked Notice up on right away so, all right all right all right yeah so Adam Goldberg one of Ben's friends in the movie uh, was in dazed and confused with him in 1993. We should watch that movie. Although Matthew McConaughey has one of the creepiest lines in any movie ever <laughs> in that. Is it the all right, all right, all right? No, I'm it's I don't the, think it's that creepy. Do you remember this? He no. says, um, thing I like about high school girls, I get older, they oh, stay the same age. Oh my God, age. yes. So creepy. Put it in the pile of jokes you could never make anymore. Like yeah. that's a horrible joke. It is. That's really creepy. Especially as a mustache. Ooh, Matthew. Wow. Gross gross um so do you know who was originally cast as andy oh andy anderson okay let's think about this it wouldn't be cameron diaz no okay because she kind of has the same profile 2003 i'm gonna throw out a spicy ava mendez no okay gwyneth paltrow ah i should have known that which honestly i'm glad they cast kate hudson instead of gwyneth paltrow the poker scene where Andy freaks out and throws the snacks in the air. Actually, that entire scene, um, she actually improvised. It was not in the script. Only the director knew that this was happening. She actually did this another time. She improvised quite a bit throughout this movie. Wait, wait, wait. what was improvised? Like the scene, where her being in the scene. The oh, her, in the her air. throwing the. I think it was like a sort of vegetable. Her, or yeah, something. her going up and saying blow to Matthew McConaughey oh into God. the Kleenex. So she did this another time. Uh, do you remember the scene where she goes to visit Ben at his office and introduces him to Kroll, their new dog, and um, the new shirt and whatever? Yeah. Then she plants like a massive kiss on him that was a surprise to him his face during that scene true shock because he had no idea it was coming when she tells him to put out the cigar <laughs> when she starts coughing I was so behind him, i was dying I was like, and then she is... tells the friend that means you too yeah put i out know the cigar <laughs> get out god oh, i love it uh so the building they shot at which was conde nast um is actually the home to gq vogue allure and glamour in real life oh okay cool mm-hmm. It's a good set location then. So in 2008, Matthew and Kate um, also play love interests in the movie Fool's Gold. Far less fun, but it's still, it's, it's, it's a, a cute movie. It's like a treasure hunt. Yeah. I like it. I like, I, I remember watching it just because it was those two. Yeah. 
Not as good as this one, but it's it's okay. Yeah. I think did they just want to work with each other again? S- probably. Because they did have great chemistry in this movie, and yeah. it sounds like there was a lot of improv happening, which I find any time there's a movie where people are off the cuff, the actors, when you like hear interviews after the fact, they tend to enjoy it a lot more, probably because yeah. they have a little bit more creative control. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the movie was actually based on a book, and that book is called How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, The Universal Do's and Don'ts of Dating. <laughs> I'm happy they just named the movie How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days because I think that was long enough. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Like I said earlier, um, you'd never think that Kate Hudson could sing from She's So Vain, but she mm. actually can. And she does this um, on her Instagram, if you ever want to see she any of it. She sings on Instagram. Yeah. She's got some serious pipes. Yes. So another cool fact, um, there was an estimated $14.2 million worth of jewels lent to the film. Those were real jewels. They were. What was the necklace? Was that a legit thing? It was. So... Andy wears a Harry Winston diamond wreath necklace with an with an 84 carat yellow diamond pendant called it actually what is called the Isadora valued it has at a, a name. Hold yes. On. Well, they say it in the movie. Wow. Yeah. And it's um, valued at approximately 5.2 mil. Wow. Mm-hmm. I would be so nervous shooting like like filming a movie with that around my neck. I would be too. so here's some sports stuff for you oh hit me okay so the basketball game features the new york knicks and the sacramento kings both of which have yet to play the nba finals in the 21st century yeah i believe that the knicks have had a bad team for a long time like comically bad yeah because it's new york it's like new new york's heritage team because they also have a team in brooklyn but like everybody in new york likes the knicks but they're just really bad. Well, why don't they should invest in some good players? They have. Oh. It's kind of like how um, like the Toronto Maple Leafs are one of the most popular hockey teams and they haven't won a Stanley Cup in like, is it 80 years? It's, it's an absurd lo- amount of time. It's a long time. Yeah. Uh, so they are redoing or they're doing a new version of How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, but in a, um, like in a, a little show. Oh, a series? Yeah, th- thank you. They're doing oh. a series. Um, so I don't know if I'd like that. I know. It's being written by um, Guy um, Bronham, okay. writer of Awkward and The Mindy Project. Oh, The Mindy Project's good. I love The Mindy Project, and Awkward was really good, too. Um, it's coming out on Quibi. Oh, f- <laughs> really? A streaming service app. One more streaming service to uh, add to our already overflowing subscriptions of streaming services. I'm going to make a prediction. Okay. I think it never comes out. Oh, that's a good prediction. Quibi. I mean, when this it's is Quibi, Quibi, qu- yep. Quibi yeah. No, I whatever. Think Quibi, I yeah. I don't really. Yeah, like when this is coming out, it's July fourteenth. Quibi is doing horrible right now. Oh, they um they apparently have like five point six million downloads of the app. Okay. Ninety percent of people did not renew after their free trial period. Oh, so five point six wow. million people got it for the free trial period. 10% of them actually paid for it after the fact. Oh, that's awful. Which is not a lot of people. That's terrible. And it's kind of, I've heard that they're sort of circling the drain. So I'm going to make a prediction. How to Losing Guy in 10 Days, the TV show, never comes out. I, uh, or maybe it comes out, just not on Quibi. 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 I, I think it would be better on something like, if they're going to do it, like Netflix or... Because isn't Quibi like really, really quick little... It's like seven minute, 15 yeah. minute episodes. No, I want I want a good 40 minute episode of stuff. Well, Yeah. That's, and that's the thing you know? about Quibi is that it's it's designed for like um like if you're on a lunch break or you're commuting you know you're taking the bus you can just you know watch an episode no but it's like it's not quite enough 
yeah. to hook me. I want to be invested in the characters. Like, if I want to watch something funny for seven minutes, I'm going to just go on TikTok. <laughs> like, let's yeah. I'm going to watch five videos and there it is. Yeah, <laughs> I'll watch a done. YouTube video. Cool. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Best scene. My best scene is that I found you, Sarah, in oh. this movie. Oh, did you? Yeah. You were a background character. So, mm-hmm. so some backstory on Sarah is that... Um, <laughs> this should be good. Movie theater moments can be somewhat precarious if there are other things happening with the other humans in the movie theater with Sarah. What? (laughs) Which is to say, like, if there's a baby crying, Sarah is like a homing beacon. She's like, he is Road J, (laughs) C-22, and that kid has to get the f*** out of here. If anybody enters your realm in a movie theater in terms of noise, not having it. The guy at the movie theater Mm -hmm. is gorging himself. (laughs) <laughs> on butter-drenched popcorn. I'm not saying that you do that. I'm just saying that was him in the movie. Okay. And Andy Anderson starts talking very loudly. Uh, she's, like, asking Ben questions, and she's just being a little bit disruptive. And this guy <laughs> in the background is like, I can't hear. Move your head. I can't hear. And then she gets him, she gets Ben into a fight with the with the massive dude who just wants to watch, what, was it Sleepless in Seattle? Yeah, I think yeah. so. So that is Sarah. I would just like to say that I see it. I see myself as a sensitive moviegoer who does not want to be annoyed when watching said movie. I mean, that happens when you put like 200 like people in a theater together. Yeah, but when there's somebody kicking the back of my seat constantly, Ooh. I will turn around and ask, could you please stop kicking my chair? Or if somebody in front of me <laughs> has their, has their phone too high in terms of their like screen brightness, uh, brightness yeah. You shouldn't have your phone on you at all. If so, leave the theater all of those, or turn it down. All of those things about like, don't be a Tommy texter. Don't be a Susie seat kicker. Oh, you you know you do know them. Yes. Don't be a Susie seat kicker. Don't be a Tommy texter. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the two that I remember. Sarah wrote all of those. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you definitely did. <laughs> but I appreciate them. What uh, What's your best scene? <laughs> so my best scene <laughs> is the love fern scene. Oh, my God. So we've kind of already covered it, so it'll be quick. But where she brings all of her items in to change the apartment around, make it more girly, brings the quilt in and, you know, the new, oh, du- the quilt the new duvet and the little the little stuffed animals. And I thought it was hilarious. And I think, like, in some weird way, every girl wants a guy to eventually give her, you know, a drawer or a place to put her toothbrush or whatever. But she just, like, obviously amps it up and makes it really, really fast. Like, they've gone on one date and she's already putting her toothbrush in the right. little thing. For a guy, that's annoying after six months. The fact that she does it on day four. Yeah, takes it to level yeah. extreme. Yeah. And myself, who loves plants, appreciates the love fern. And I found it. I found it absolutely hilarious. I found it so funny when she suggested that the love friend represented their relationship. I know you don't, but I do. <laughs> I thought it was so funny because she he literally ultimately oh. lets it die. Oh, it, it's funny. It's because <laughs> Right, because inevitably that, that thing's going to die. <laughs> I Which think is he, funny that... And the, then he says that when it dies, it's, uh, it's sleeping. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's sleeping. You know what? It just occurred to me the timeline for that fern... Like, what happened? Because she gives it to him on, like, day four, and by day seven, it's already died. Yeah, she bought it dead. <laughs> like, she would have had to have bought it dead. She, yeah, she fed it something <laughs> weird so that it dies. Totally. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> honorable mentions? Yeah, honorable mentions. Mine is um, Miss DeLauer. Okay. Played by Lillian Montevecchi. I think I actually nailed that. <laughs> she is spewing 
the spewing. most aggressive, sexually frustrated old lady <laughs> energy, and I love it. Because she is, uh, she's the wife of this uh, diamond, I don't want to call him kingpin, but he's like, he's one of the main diamond overlords. I don't Overlord. know what to call a diamond <laughs> company wow, owner. connoisseur. Co- no, sure. Owner, yeah, business owner. Yeah. And she, um, 100%, I think she would have went down on Matthew McConaughey right then and there during... <laughs> during like this movie but also like I don't think that was acting I think Lillianne Montevet she is actually super down for <laughs> Matthew McConaughey's D um, like th- there was no writing there they just said okay how about you talk to Matthew McConaughey for a bit and they just had cameras up watching the interaction <laughs> my honorable mention is Michelle Rubin played by Catherine Hahn oh so, she, so good so she plays one of Andy's co-workers and friends she's also obviously the reason Andy's doing this whole article on how to lose a guy in 10 days she's the blubbery mess again who's clueless in relationships and always does the wrong thing when when trying to date a guy yeah so again while Andy is dating Ben Andy suggests that the only way to save their relationship is to go to couples counseling or couples therapy right she, they turn up she is the therapist she pretends to be this therapist, and it is so funny. She wrangles three hundred bucks out of Ben, which is in cash. Yes. Oh my god, that was so funny! And then later on, he finds out that who she actually is, and he goes, "You owe me three hundred dollars." That was one of my favorite. Um, <laughs> th- that was another good recognition moment from yeah. Matthew McConaughey when he's like, "Oh, so you're a therapist, <laughs> are you?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah." And then he's running off, and that's when he yells, "You owe me three hundred bucks." What should have been? My what should have been is that Mr. Lauer should end up with any Jack <laughs> Nicholson character <laughs> anywhere. Except for the one where he's the murderer, like Oh yeah. Here's Johnny. Oh, Aside creepy. from that one, any like um sixty plus Jack Nicholson character, I feel like he's got the same kind of suave sexual energy that Mr. Lauer has. I don't think I've seen enough Jack Nicholson movies to appreciate that. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> Definitely post 60. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think in my head. I'm like, what do you got? So I think I like mine better. Okay. What's your, what should have um, been? But I don't know if you'll, if you'll agree. Okay. So Michelle Rubin. Oh yes. Should end up with Jason Siegel's character, Peter Bretter in, from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh. He is sensitive, loving, and I think he, I think with her not being able to navigate relationships well, because she's just a bit too much, I think they would work because he's a little bit too much. He's too much. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely you know? right. So I think, I think that would work really, really well. I think that would be a classic case of like, um, everybody thinks you're moving too fast until you meet that other person who's yeah. also moving a little bit too fast. And Agreed. then it's like, we found love. Yeah. I get it. Okay. I can get behind that. Although... Him and Mila Kunis ending up together. Well, yeah. Loved it. Different movie. Loved it. I like them together. Thirst Factor. Let's do Thirst Factor. What you got? Well, why don't you start off with uh, Benjamin Barry, because I'm going to have some complaints about it. What? What's your number for Benjamin Barry? Nine. Nine. Are you kidding me? Nine. I, okay. It's like a Matthew McConaughey slash Benjamin Barry, like, you know, nine. I'm going to go on record and say I genuinely, on a <laughs> fundamental level, I don't get what people see in Matthew McConaughey. Why? I think he's fun and quirky, and I, I think he's a pretty good actor. You know what? There is a scene in this movie, though, where I'm like, oh, you're you're like, you are very, very hot. 
it is Which, when they are in uh, when they're visiting his family in the bathroom yes yeah oh my god he's just like he just looks so beautiful i agree it's because you can see yes. his jawline really oh my well god with the i'm like i i was that watching was the it. only time I, I was watching it and i was like oh <laughs> hold on how did we both think he, of the same but thing? you knew you knew everyone go and watch if you're gonna if you're not gonna watch the movie at least watch that scene watch that scene he sparkles he sparkles like <laughs> Edward Cullen. Okay, no, he's no hotter, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm glad you knew. Yeah, I just like aside from that scene, I just don't like generally. I don't think Matthew McConaughey is that good looking. Okay, I so think what he's do you, charming and he's kind of like southern, you know? What hey, do you give him? Guys, I'm gonna cook up some crawfish here and take my shirt off. That's the movie Mud Maybe that he stars some, in. Uh, yeah wait yeah does he oh my god he is mud yeah um i'd give him like a 7.5 what up from a seven because he took off his shirt in this movie and he is indeed pretty pretty ripped a nine the bathroom scene man and he also gets like a point two for the motorcycle so 7.7 wow that's low yeah what about andy anderson also nine i love kate hudson yeah kate hudson she (sighs) I'm going to challenge the thirst factor on this, though. Okay. Because I don't think she's like, oh, my God, I got to tear her clothes off, kind of right. beautiful. But she is like... Um, Classic. I could fall in love with her and spend the rest of my life with her, kind of beautiful. Well, and you it's know? nice because she's not like... Her makeup isn't overdone in this movie. Right. She's really natural looking. She's like, very like girl next you know, door. Yeah, because her hair even... There's some scenes in the movie where it's not like straight. It's just kind of frizzy and, and curly, and it's just natural. It's, it is nice. 8.2 I'm going to give her. Because oh. she's not like... I guess I'm nicer. I think about Ava Mendez in um, Hitch. Like, she's just drop-dead gorgeous. Andy Anderson's very pretty. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with her. She's just not, like, that level. Right. Rewatchability. I said a 9.5. Oh, 100%. I love this movie. Uh, I, I this would is say my, one of my faves. I'd give it... <laughs> I mean, like I said, it's funny that we watched it two and a half months ago <laughs> but it's still so good but it's still so good yeah yeah <laughs> and like i i genuinely didn't really want to rewatch this yeah but then once i got because we just watched it but I then know, once it i got hard. into it i'm like ah it's got me hooked I'm, I'm back in you know it's gotten amazing i'm gonna give it a is this our first ever perfect score whoa yes it is 10 out of 10 rewatchability watch it tonight ladies and gentlemen Woo! Woo, woo, woo. So this has been um, the Rom-Com Rewind podcast of How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Rom-Com Rewind. If you have a thought and you're like, why haven't they done this movie yet? I want them to do it so bad. We're fielding suggestions. Please let us know. Send us a DM. We love to hear that. As well, uh, follow us on Spotify. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening.